The 10 Pence Arcade Podcast is sponsored by Retro Games Pie. Get out of emulation and into the real arcade with Retro Games Pie. Arcade game hire for public events and private parties. With regular free community-led meetings throughout the year, there ain't no party like a Retro Games Pie. Visit the website at www.retrogamespie.co.uk and get involved. Hello and welcome to the Ten Pence Arcade Podcast. I'm Victor Marland. And I'm Alex Crowley. Well, what have you been up to, mate? I've been busy, busy, busy. Busy, busy, busy? I've been as busy as a bee as well. What have you Not been up to? busy as me. Oh, really? What have you been doing? <laughs> well, while you've been flying around the place... To Europe. I've been down the old Ninty-Cade. Oh, yeah? Doing what? Space Launcher! You have? I can see okay. it right yeah. by you there. A little brown tub with yeah. a monitor in it. Yeah. Can you tell the listeners what exactly what it is? It's a uh, 1979, very early uh, Nintendo arcade machine, and it is in a cocktail machine, not an upright. Although they did do an upright, and they did do another diamond-shaped, styly uh, arcade machine. Have you seen them? Is that that tall cocktail? Yeah, I've never seen one of them. I think they were Japanese only, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, possibly. Mm. Possibly. Mm. Well, I don't know. Well, I've never seen one in all my in all my days. But anyway, I finally got around to, to tearing it apart and um, started the resto on it, which is basically bagging and boxing all the innards up and um, sending things the, up. I hope sending the case down to my local powder coaters, mm-hmm. and and they're going to respray it in the same colour as the original brown. Are you sure they're going to do the right colour, though? Well, he's done that one there, the Space Fever. He's done a good job on that one. Because I've, I've got the same cabs as you at home. Oh, I've got a few of them, actually. One is actually finished and restored. It's in my front room. Yeah. I use my Space Fever. And I asked for, I think it was RAL A017. It was the, the closest brown colour paint yeah. match. And they did it a certain colour. And I said, oh, that's not, not the same colour, but it's still nice. Mm. I'll have it like that. Chocolate brown rather than a darker brown. And I've got the same people... Mm to do another one for me a few, a few months later. So I want it done RAL 8017 again, same as last time. Thank mm. you very much. It arrived, completely different colour. That's annoying. It is. They do look, They still look really neat, but they're, they're not the it's right not the colours. the same colour, no. And no. after you've gone through all that, it's hard to go back and redo it, isn't it? But I got it done for free. Yeah. So I couldn't complain, really. Well, I got my first one done for free, because he's a friend of mine. Um, but, you know, he took so long in actually getting it done, I thought, I'm, I'd rather pay him this time yeah, yeah. and get it done. You want to get on, crack yeah, on, Yeah, I want to crack you? on. So, that, while that was away, I had the legs polished up. They are and, beauties. And they're aluminium, polished and buffeted. Yeah. Which is really cool. The hinges, I was a bit... They need re-chroming. There's like a, a hinge inside that, that locks the tabletop. Okay. Okay, but because there's a um, a join... A hinge. Oh right, it rubs it. Well, do they put an electro a current through the? I'm not sure with chroming. I'm, I, think I think they do because solution. that's what you're saying. Know. Where the joint is, the, the current won't pass. Oh, I see. So he, he said he can't do, do them. two parts maybe and re, redo the middle. Yeah, which is a bit annoying. So that's the only rusty bit that will be on the. Cam. Is that internal or external? It is internal. How we are worrying about. Uh, like when you go to this much trouble. Yeah, I know what you mean. You get a bit anal about it, don't you? But Those legs look lovely, mate. Yeah, so that's that done. And the top, um, I put some new veneer on around the edges, which was I found quite easy. A lot of people have said it's a difficult uh, process, but I found it quite easy. I saw your pictures on, on uh, Twitter and yeah. some of the forums. Yeah, it looks really nice. Yeah. So it's right in front of us here. It's looking good, mate. Yeah. I mean, it's not the exact colour either, but I've just stained it. 
Yeah, it looks it looks pretty new. I don't think yeah. you'd ever that stuff's like thirty years old. So that's a completely different stuff. I don't know whether yeah. that's wood veneer either. It is. I think it's quite is expensive. It? But I mean, I, I just use DC Fix on mine, which is right. a, a adhesive stuff. It's yeah. a little bit stronger than um, the cheaper stuff you get, but it, it did the job quite nicely. But I'm looking at yours. Yeah. Yours is way better, I think. Yeah. And that's going to have space launcher. Space yeah. launcher. Um, it's got the original instruction decal on the top of the table, which I'm going to keep. But I'm going to get another one, um, rescan, reprinted, just to lay it on top because I don't want to, you know, do away with the original if I can. Yeah. It's a real neat condition. It's a little bit faded. Yeah. That's all, isn't it? Yeah, but, but it looks good. And the control panel, I'm going to keep that original. I'm not going to get that rescan because that costs a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's not in bad nick, to be honest with no, you. No, it's, it's a plain, played worn, we call it. Played <laughs> worn. Not knackered. No. Played worn. People play it's it. a bit, um, I was thought you were going to say plain old Jane, because it is quite no, no, a plain it's... looking control panel compared like to these. No, oh, I like them still. Yeah. But it's not got as many buttons, has it? So don't worry no. about it. It's cool. So, yeah, that's um, what I've been getting on with. Um, and I've just got this other Donkey Kong cocktail that um, I've managed to get going. You've got them coming out your ears at the moment, haven't you? I have. I think I've got about five different tubs as well I can make in the games. Yeah, because you gave me a load of old ones, Yeah, you? Which can be brushed up and... They, they are easy to work on, don't you find? Yeah, these ones are really easy to work on. They're, they're yeah. quite sturdy as well. They're metal yeah. tubs, wooden tops. The wooden tops can be fixed if they're a bit broken. They're easy to repair. Yeah. The metal tubs look excellent when they've been powered. Yeah. They really I mean, good. you could almost have this in your front room as a piece of furniture. I have. Not... No. <laughs> I forgot it's, about it's that. It's under the stairs, isn't it? Nice but it hasn't got this, this, you know, this Gary sort of artwork that some of them have that are a bit over the top, aren't they? It it's, does look like a bit of retro furniture. It does. The tabletops Early on... Ikea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I suppose yeah. The tabletops on, on Nintendo mm. cocktails are very different from the Taito ones you normally yeah. see. They're a cream colour. Mm. They've got a single decal on one side, little instruction strips, and they're usually brown metal. Yeah. The, the, the tubs are brown. With a brown veneer like the side on the side, like you said, and nice aluminium legs on the little feet, and they do look they do look the part. They really they do. do. I like yeah. Because so I got rid of my old Taito, which I loved, which I, I renewed from nothing. Yeah, but um, you went the right way. You went Nintendo, you know. Yeah. I, I converted you. And the guy who's got it is a friend of ours, and he yeah. plays it all the time. Yeah. So he's well happy with it. So I'm happy yeah. with that. They that, have their glass. You wouldn't be able to swap because they've got the Taito signature. They in have, the glass, and they're painted they? as well. Because Dave's got it, hasn't he? I said, well, mm -hmm. I looked at his glass. God, that's really scratched. Why don't you replace it? Like, yeah, I've done yeah. mine. He said, oh, no, I can't do that. It's original glass. I said, it doesn't matter. He said, no, yes. look. It's got a signature Taito. It looks like something ice skating, right? They've done that. It does. <laughs> On the top. It's a but, shame. But these ones are just plain glass. We got them done at a local glass place for about 40 quid. Yeah. And it's all polished and everything. It's brand new. Nobody puts drinks on these things no. anymore. No. Yeah, they look really cool, nice. Because you'll see Space Firebird. And your space fever here, yeah. And launchers, one of the other ones in the in the yeah in the lights, be good. Once I get them all the right level, yeah, like, uh... the heights, yeah, be good. So then, Vic, what have you been up to? Have you been well, flying thing, around a place? Another thing you were up to last week, what? and I, I've got video evidence of it. <laughs> what? My wife's birthday was last week. We yeah. went out a load of us knew yeah. there. I've got video evidence of you doing karaoke. Oh, that was an awesome night, Jim Morrison. <laughs> No, I haven't really got video evidence, but did I not, was Did there. you not hear my Dalek impression? I did at the end. It went a bit mad. You will be exterminated! I think that might have had something to do with the rum and cokes you were drinking, mate. Probably, like yeah. That. But it was a really good night, wasn't it? It was very good, That yeah. place we went to is the Bloomsbury Lanes in London. It's a bowling lane, really, but it's huge. They've got 
karaoke rooms there you can hire out. They've got bowling alleys you can hire out. They've got a big bar, disco area. They even had an arcade cocktail yeah. cabinet, which I disappeared to. Well, someone was playing Queen, and I absolutely loathe Queen. So I thought, no, and I was gone. And I went out and had a couple of games of Donkey Kong. <laughs> it was all right. It was, it was a little cocktail machine. And it really fitted in that place because that yeah. place had a ping pong table. When we were leaving, mm. two lads were playing ping pong. Yeah. So yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah. Oh, if I had a pinball, I think they must have had a pinball somewhere lurking. Yeah, I didn't have a good. I was too busy doing the karaoke. Yeah, you so. got a bit excited about that. Yeah. But yeah, it's just it's just a sixty-in-one in, in a cocktail cab. But all the buttons were working, all the joysticks were working. I had a quick stint on it. There was no stopping you, was there? Well, the, the <laughs> beer didn't help. I had a few beers. I don't often drink, so it wasn't helping. I didn't even get under a thousand on there. Other things I've done lately, an idiot, an absolute idiot, broke one of my Dino King monitors. How did you manage that? Who said it was me? Well, who else would it be? You're the only person who goes in your arcade. It was me. I was adjusting adjusting the picture on it, which was reasonable anyway, with a metal-bladed screwdriver. And that normally is not a problem, because the plastic pots you you move have got a screwdriver, and they're plastic, so you're not going to hurt it with your metal screwdriver, but... It was a bit of a stiff one, and it slipped and just knocked something inside and shorted something. Mm. There was no fizzes, there was no pops, no bangs. You overcooked it, didn't you? And what happened is it just went off. Mm. So, oh, God. Turned it off quick. I thought, I'd be okay. It's probably just shut itself down. Turned it back on. Nada. Mm. Nothing. So I've got onto one of the guys who's, well, nigh on in our, in our circles, famous for fixing monitors, mm. a guy called Grant. Mm. He's also known as Gunblade on yeah. Jammer Plus. I think he's known as Grant Spain on Arcade Otaku. If you've got a broken monitor and you can safely get the chassis out, there mm. is procedures doing that. Please don't just try it without looking. Mm. You know you need certain tools to get it out. You send in the chassis. This guy will fix it. Yeah, he, he's he's got good fees as well. It depends on what's wrong with it, how much the fees. But you send it to him, he'll fix it. Usually within about two weeks, if he's not too busy, and he will get it working for you. Yeah, that's he, good. He's the guy. Yeah, there's another guy called uh, Craig Walker yeah. up north. Uh, Giz Tempe. He's got a website. Giztempe.com, yeah. I think it is. And he, he used to do monitors. I'm not sure if he does so many nowadays. He sells a lot of Sega products. Well, I don't mind that, as long as they, they turn it over quickly. I mean, They're those, those Space guys. Fever boards I've sent off to Neil Breeze have taken four months. I still haven't got them back. Yeah, it's a long time, isn't it? This uh, old stuff, though, is not many people doing it. I know, it. that's got why apply, you feel you? like they've got you by the balls, because you've got no one else to go to. Do you know what I mean? So that's you true. Kind of, you, you know, you, you're treading on eggshells around them trying not to push them too much yeah, to get yeah, it done yeah. you don't want to just send them back saying I can't do it exactly I was very lucky there because with my space fever I first got the machine and I think I'd restored most of it before I even had a game on it because I never mm. had any working boards mm. and a guy in Switzerland who's on Arcade Otaku just sent me an email out of the blue saying oh was you looking for some space fever boards so mm. I put a post up about it I said yeah yeah I am why and he goes I've got four bloody hell I was like what do they work? He said, well, I don't know, because it's very specific hardware. Yeah. And it's got loads of different weird little plugs, and you can't just bang it in a jammer machine and try them out. Mm. And I said, oh, I'm willing to take a punt. How much do you want to sell them for? And he said, um, oh, I've got four boards and three sound boards. And I said, oh, 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 how much do you want for them? And he said, oh, I don't know. 120 quid, you have a lot. So I literally ripped his arm awesome. off down the internet. So, yeah, and fortunately, everything he sold me, I think bar one soundboard which had a component missing mm. it works perfectly that's fantastic so i was i was over that's a rare moon. find too it was that's probably my my best finds actually because yeah. those things 
Those boards are 120, 150 quid each. Occasionally it comes to work. you, it comes to you, you know. Yeah, yeah it was when, nice. When people know what you're doing and what you collect, it comes to you, I find. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was really lucky that mm. find, actually. I'm glad. Cheers, Marcel, for yeah. uh, thinking of me like that. It's brilliant. So what else have you been up to then, mate? Um, restoring. Any more uh, console stuff come in? Yeah, I had a bunch of stuff. Um, oh, what a surprise. Some Famicom games. I actually haven't managed to check them out yet. Really? No, I haven't had time. I really Maybe haven't. I mean, this is really because when this this takes up the whole arcade when you're restoring bits and stuff everywhere, and we've only got little garage-sized rooms. So yeah. when you've got a bunch of machines in here and you're trying to get stuff out, it really is tight. And I like it clean and tidy. Otherwise, it just drives me out the wall. So um, cab Tetris, we call I've it. I've been on the DS, but then that's not your field, is it? <laughs> well, it depends if it's uh, if it's arcade. Castlevania. Yeah, that's a good game. It's, it's not a bad game. game. Is that a new one? That. Yeah, well, it's 2008, I think it is. That's new to me. It's pretty cool, though. It's really new to me. There's all sorts yeah. of other stuff been going on as well. I was just looking on you know, the usual usual places, Facebook and Twitter yeah. and that sort of stuff. Unigame, the place we went to the other week, their Facebook page was saying they've got a leaderboard golf game running on Arcadia hardware, right. which was Amiga yeah, hardware. Yeah, interested in me, golf games. Not me, but I, I, that game, leaderboard golf, yeah. if it was the US gold version, I had that on the Atari 800XL, and that was one of the few games I had with a dongle, a security dongle in it. Okay. I hated it, because I liked to copy games back there, and yeah. you couldn't copy it. But yeah, it's interesting getting that, because once I got that working and some guys dump it, dump yeah. the ROMs, it'll be playable in Maine. I can't remember the last, I think it was probably a Spectrum golf game I last played. Neil Faldo, is it Neil Faldo? I don't know. Is that his name? Neil Golf <laughs> Bloke, I don't know. I don't know. Well, yeah, we, the Wii Golf is quite Pringle, fun, actually. Pringle Jumper on, anyway. What, with crisps on it? <laughs> yeah, so nice that's golf. that's interesting for the, you know, for the, the main guys, though, because it's more mm. hardware that you would never get anywhere, because nobody's got it. No. It's the only place that's got it, because it comes from the electrical people. Uh, I've been in Berlin. As you were talking about yeah, earlier, been globe trotting around Europe. I would like to go to Berlin. I have to say, yeah, we were just over there visiting some friends, as cut of my wife's friends or mine as well, and another friend of hers. We met up there over there. He's living there, and I went to the Computer Spieler Museum mm. the first day I was there so again. Was, oh, you've been there before? I went there last yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. It's a really good little place. Got a new T-shirt. Did anything new there then this time, or was it pretty much the same? As before? It's pretty much the same. I didn't spend very long there. I just wanted to have a quick look round again. But they got. I put, I put the pictures on the fo- mm. on the, the notes. They got a pong there. The first time I went there, me and my wife were playing it, she beat me. But this time it wasn't on for some reason. But I had yeah. a good look in the back, and they've got like a clear back on it. Yeah. And you can actually see inside it, they yeah. lit it up inside. It's actually got the board in there. Yeah. And you can see the old Grundig TV. Yeah. I presume it still works. I'm not sure. Maybe it stopped working. But that's nearly 40 years. I know. I did play one last year. I think. played the original one last year. Yeah, yeah. I? It's awesome little games. It's yeah. smaller than you think, isn't it? I don't think I'll have it as a. In my arcade, though, I'll just get no. bored of it too quickly. I've got that little mini Pong I made, though. I? Yeah, so I mean, that, that's really cool. Did they actually make it that size? I'm sure they did, didn't they? No, it's big. It's about twice the size of the one I made. Now we've said that, I've got to put so that what on show that? Was, that a ba- was that a bar top Pong? Then, yes, the very first Pong was put in, oh, if you read the story, it's put in a place called Andy Caps, I think in California somewhere. Where it's they another work. golf player, isn't it? No. <laughs> and uh, they put it in there, and it was about sort of two two feet. Yeah. cubed and they put it in there it had like a, a thing on the side to collect the coins and what had happened is they were playing it it's a famous story they're, they're playing it and the guy rang up Al Alcorn or um, Nolan Bushnell and said oh this thing stopped working can you come and look at it yeah okay oh god that didn't last long went down there the reason it wasn't working because it was rammed full of coins where people had been oh, playing nice. so much I thought 
we got a hit on our hands and yeah. we've got to do something about this, make some oh, bigger okay. ones. So yeah, that was the idea behind it. Sort of a pro- prototype then. Yeah, yeah. To begin with. But they've also got, at the Computer <clears throat> Spieler Museum, they've got a space war. You know, the sparkly... Yeah, yeah. Uh, computer of, space. Yeah. I think yeah. it's computer, or space war or computer space. One computer of them, space. So. Yeah, one yeah. of those. The, the two-player one, yeah, the two handles. That's a weird-looking machine. It's oh, kind it's of, awesome. Kind of before its time, the way it's it like looks. It's like a Barbarella thing. Yeah. It's really, you can just imagine some slinky lady with a sort of flowing dress they never, they never made it. them that shape ever again, did they? That was that kind of... There was no. no straight lines in it. It's all no, curved. no, it was all curved. It all looks really 70s. Yeah. And it's a really nice machine. And there was actually... It wasn't on, obviously. I don't think it works anymore. It actually had sticker on there saying, please don't touch. Yeah. Because I think one of the joysticks was actually broken because it's right. all, it all moulded. Yeah. Um, you know, fibreglass. So I think if you... If you dinged it, you just put a hole in it, and that'd be mm. it. it. Looks really nice. It was a green one they got there. Yeah, really cool looking thing. I don't really consider that the first arcade machine, though. Really, well, nobody I mean, knew how to not... play it. It was too, no. it was too complicated to play because you had a... you had gravity and stuff, yeah. and you know, there's different rules to it, and you had different ships. And I don't think people, it wasn't quite go up, put your ten p in. I know what I'm people doing. People just hadn't grasped video games at no. the time, had they? Can you imagine? Not knowing what a video game is like, and someone said, "Come and play this game." And you were used to playing well, football. Sort of, well, I was say, cards. We we touched on this on the, on the first podcast when we talked about our first experiences with arcade machines. You know, it was an amazing thing, wasn't it? It was it was yeah. so out of this world uh, and so new. Everything about it, the light coming out of the machine, you know, the sounds, everything was yeah. so new at the time. Blew our minds, didn't it? It did. It was because yeah. I think I was playing arcade machines before I got consoles. Because consoles were sort of a cheaper alternative, really. Mm. In our little tiny child minds, we were like, yeah, we're playing the arcade at yeah, home. We don't put 10 right, peas yeah. in it. Mum doesn't have to be 10 peas anymore. And they were so simple compared to a real arcade. Yeah. I remember once seeing Defender or Scramble, you know, a yeah. left-to-right game. And I actually put my TV on its side yeah. to play my Astronic Space Invaders. Yeah. So I was pretending I was playing yeah. Asteroids. <laughs> it's that lame. I know. It really was. Yeah, I feel sorry for kids today. They don't have that... that... Uh, anything left to the imagination. It's You're all, right, Granddad. It's all, it's all made <laughs> up ready for them, isn't it? it I mean, is, yeah. you know, nothing, nothing's new anymore. No. When, when, like when the new PS4 or 5, whatever's coming out now, kids aren't going to go, "Wow, look at that!" No. They're going to go, "That's a bit better than the last one." Yeah, and that's it. I mean, that's what they're talking about. This the new generation. That there's no wow factor in this anymore. No, not anymore. Know. The last one that did that. And it was more of a gimmick than anything else. Was the Wii? Yeah. You know, you're not using a joystick anymore. You're you're throwing your arms. Yeah. It's quite fun at the time. Yeah. But I mean, for for longer gameplay or just quick gameplay. Yeah. It's got to be a cab for me. Yeah. It's got to be a oh, cab. I just go in the garage, whip the main machine on, on with Donkey Kong, with yeah. Big Dog, cut the games, tea's ready, off you go. Yeah. At the Computer Spieler Museum, they got a little arcade in the corner as well. They got loads of console stuff and mm. computer bits and history of different things and they got, you know, big pictures of Ralph Bayer on the wall and did the Magnavox and yeah. the Brown Box and all the really early stuff. Which is if you don't know about that, it is an education. I've read mm. loads of stories about these, you know, Ralph doing all this stuff. And this guy's a god. He was a guy who gave us video games. Yeah. He's we've got a lot to thank this guy for. He's brilliant. Uh, he's still inventing stuff nowadays. He's about eighty odd this guy. He might even be Didn't 90. he do the light guns as well? Did he yeah, he did. He did the brown box, which yeah. was the first one. I think it had a, a light gun in it. He actually yeah. got an old, I think a BB or a pellet gun, yeah. and sort of machined it out and put lights and, and electronics and stuff in it and made a light gun. Mm. But back then it was just dots on the screen. But that was the beginning of it. In this little arcade they got there, they got a load of playing working games. They've got 
Donkey Kong, like the one at the Union game, the, Ge- the German yeah. licensed one, which was really nice, but the joystick was a bit knackered on it, so couldn't really play that much on it. They had a centipede working, mm. they had an asteroids working, they had uh, Space Invaders 2, they had a cocktail cab, I think it was playing Pac-Man, they had a Phoenix cab, which okay. the joystick was knackered on, I mean, it was a really wobbly joystick, but it was still there. They had a gauntlet, four-player yeah. gauntlet. Oh, and they cool. had a hang-on with the handlebars right. as well. So right up to the end of the 80s then with this stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was a good little selection. What they've done there is quite clever. Uh, it's not for the purists, though, but they've, they've actually got LCD screens in some of these machines. I think yeah. they might be running main. But, it's the only way to... but these things are on all day, day yeah. in, day out, yeah. you know, 300-odd year, days a year, Yeah, and they're working, and mm. the controls work, and you can play these games. Mm. It's only idiots like us who go, yeah. oh, this is not a CRT screen. But they I was happy that, to see didn't them have working. That in the asteroids, did they? They did, yeah. Did they? Yeah. But asteroids are notorious for working for long periods of time. Well, I don't know. That one in the Isle of Wight's been going for thirty odd years. Yeah, yeah. He's had it from new. I oh, know, but I think he, had, he has had it fixed a few times. But those machines. They're well, this years is the old, thing. You know, you know? A, a game like Pong, which is it's such a benchmark video game, and it's so rare. The only place for it is in a museum, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. But I, I wouldn't expect to go to a place like that and find any of them to be switched on, to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, when I went the first time, which was about two, three years ago, it was on and it was working. Yeah. It was working perfectly. It's been yeah. a toy I mean, My dad used to drag me around all the old motorbike museums because he's into that. And, you know, they're all sitting there. And you don't expect any of them to be working, mm. you know. And yeah, I can imagine absolutely. this is how it's going to be with the arcade machines. But at least people could play these games. I mean, I mean... The education there is, you know, people might our age take your kids around there or some young yeah. people like a school or something, and they can play these games yeah. nigh on how they were played. Yeah. And they can get the idea of the controls and, you know, the simple graphics and the simple sounds. Mm. And it might not be a, a vector monitor, but they can still play the game. Yeah, I wish they'd just start making new arcade machines. I mean, doing it with the pinballs have come back into fashion again, aren't they? They still make pinballs yeah. for home use. Yeah, yeah. Why don't they do it with the arcade machines? You can get some, but they're they're sort of... Mm, they're sort of Multiple more modern stuff yeah yeah they're nothing that, yeah. special really and nowadays people aren't going to pay a thousand pounds for a single game are they no I guess not we well, would. well I don't know if it had a lot of depth yeah but I mean okay, well, games, Fix It Phoenix look at that that's, that's true sort of it after. is yeah yeah it is quite a simple game but I really like it yeah I don't yeah. <laughs> it's a good little game it, they got they had the idea right I think with that game yeah. and that proper cab I played a proper cab in London when they were promoting the film and it was really nice. It actually yeah. felt like an arcade. And for a minute, I was almost fooled. I thought, did this come out in the yeah. 80s? You know, I, I sort of, for only two seconds, I went, no, 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 it didn't. Yeah. It really, the way they'd mocked it up, looked really good. I think uh, Carrington's got one, hasn't he? Yeah, he has, yeah. actually. What's it like, Carrington? <laughs> well, he spoke about it in depth, actually. I did even he? offered to bite off him once, but he wouldn't have no, it. No. He just blanked me. <laughs> hey, talk to those two guys. No quarter. I um, put forward a challenge to them a few weeks ago about having a sort of little cross-Atlantic game with us. Yes. And if we play Sky Kid together, because it's a co-op game, you'll be in the red plane, I'll be in the blue plane on my arcade machine at home. Yeah. We can get a score between us, add our scores up. Those two guys, one of them's in Canada, one of them's in America, in Denver, they can play in Maine across the internet with yeah. a program called Kalira. Together. Yeah. I think what they do is Kalira is some kind of um, client that talks to a server over the mm. internet and you can play a game together okay. or against each other or whatever you want to do. So you can play people in different continents and countries yeah. and whatever and they can get a score and see if they can beat us. 
<laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> we got Spitfires to fly. We have, actually, yeah. What, <laughs> what have Ca- you got? What do Canadians have? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, that'll be an interesting... I've got to try and work out how to use Kalira and sort of get onto those guys and give them some hints how to use it. They've probably worked it out themselves already. They're pretty capable guys. But that'll be interesting. Yeah, it'd be fun. Good yeah, fun, yeah. definitely. Or like a challenge. Yeah. An easy one. Ooh, <laughs> we've laid down a gauntlet now. Oh, yeah, another thing I was going to say, at the Computer Spieler Museum, they've got a game there called The Pain Station. All right, it's just some weird Japanese torture game. You're not far off there, actually, mate. I think it was developed by two German guys. Oh. Um, show notes in, will in tell you all war. about it. No, no, it wasn't. What it is, it's a, it's a, game, it's a tabletop game of Pong. And you put your, le- your right hand on the controller, mm. on the spinner, and your left hand on a pad. It's like a metal pad. And underneath the metal pad is a heat element. Yeah. Right? And I think it's got electric shocks under it as well. Yeah. And on the side of the machine, there's a little whipping device. Just a little whip on it. Yeah, a little whip, or right? And, and whip. when you're playing against the other person, they can get certain, I think they can get certain power-ups. And if you miss a ball, you get punished. Ooh, for it kinky. so you'll actually glow red and get hot for a few seconds and if you take your hand off yeah. you lose the game immediately so you stand there with your hand oh. on it and if you lose a ball or whatever this little plastic whip thing comes and whips your hand how bizarre it's, it's an awesome <laughs> idea I didn't actually play because when you play you've got to sign a disclaimer Right. so you know my hand yeah. hurts you can't yeah, sue imagine them, that in this day and age yeah, yeah. but it, it was an awesome I saw it last time and I was quite intrigued I didn't want to play it though, but I was quite intrigued by it just an interesting little thing, mm. really. I mean, as well as all the old comp, you can play loads of consoles. And they've actually got like a, a a four foot Atari VCS controller, a really tall thing. You actually get older with two hands. You can play Pac Man on the screen oh, with that's it. Cool. With like a, it's got like about an eight inch button on it or something. Yeah. It's huge. It's good fun though. I thoroughly recommend it to everyone. And their little shop they got there yeah. sells all sorts of books in German, unfortunately, and T-shirts and wow. bags and all that sort of business. It's quite good. You didn't see the new Nintendo uh, book, did you? Volume three when you no were. no I didn't actually so I'm still waiting for that to we're be translated. That Picks and Love book. There's another one I'm waiting for as well that's not out yet because it got to be translated from Japanese back to English. Right. So we've had some listener feedback. We're getting more and more. It's gaining a little bit, which is nice. We do love it. Please keep giving. Yeah, thank you very much. Arcade addict again, Jeremy was surprised to hear us talking about Simon White, the guy I went to play Super Club with, and okay. in Wales. He actually works with him, oh. and he didn't know there. Either of them didn't know each other from the arcade scene until Jeremy had a, a Bosconian, funnily enough, yeah. marquee delivered to work. When he got it out, someone went, that's a Bosconian marquee. Yeah. He was like, oh, who are you? And they realised they were on the same yeah, forum. Yeah, yeah. What's small world? Really nice, isn't it? Yeah. You meet someone like that who's got your yeah. own interests. Yeah. Ah, another guy called Spoons yeah. on Twitter asked us to play Bank Panic. Another one of my favourites. I'm not making this up. Really? Because I love Bank Panic. So that's going to be added to the list. Okay. Maybe a couple of weeks from now, we might have to do that one. You need three buttons for that, so I'll have to rig up something for you with three buttons. Another guy called Johnny on Jammer Plus likes us too. Thanks, Johnny. We like the likes. They're awesome. And I've just had a delivery of some control panel overlays for my ponies and also a friend of mine's ponies. And another one of my arcade machines, which has got an aluminium panel on it. It freezes my hands to death when I was playing Basconi the other day. So this is an overlay, a plastic overlay, oh, okay. so you know, it's nice and artwork yeah. and stuff, rather than just a bare metal panel. So I'm going to be putting those on this weekend. This weekend coming is... Retro Games Party. Excellent. The party. Yeah. I found out 
early on in the week, there's going to be 88 people at this. Yeah. That's a big, big party and a lot of nerds together. Yeah, it's going to be something special. Yeah, it's going to stink um, of nerds. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people going. Some faces I haven't seen, actually, as well. So, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. So I love these meetings because you yeah. always get talking to someone interesting. I yeah, think. you don't usually play that many games. You just end up chatting to people. Absolutely. You, usually... you see, you know on the forum. Yeah, yeah. But so not a load of our mates going as well, but hopefully yeah. we'll meet some other guys. We're going to have our 10 pence arcade t-shirts on. Are we? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you are. You'll wear your <laughs> uniform. <laughs> so if you see us, come and talk to us about it. Yeah. You know, we, we'd love to talk I'll to people. I'll be playing Mad Planets. I love that game. I'll be playing Frogger, I expect, trying yeah. to get my score from last time. Yeah. But yeah, there's there's a bunch of games there. Well, some of my old games, kind of yeah. your old ones as well. I think they're there. Yeah, Berserk's there. Yeah, which we both owned at one point. Asteroids. Yeah, my old Phoenix is there. I think one of my old Goliaths. Got Crystal Castles going. He has, yeah. Some interesting well, games he's coming got, up. He's got Star Wars cockpits. He's got a couple of gorfs. Yeah, loads of good stuff. There. He's I can't got wait for position. Yeah, I oh, really got into that. I never got into that back in the day. I was really getting into that last time I was up there. I really like pole position on the Atari 800XL on a cartridge. I had that when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, really. So, nice have you played game. the arcade then? I can't remember playing it because yeah, I had quite a big steering really wheel. Good, I think it'd be better with a wheel and some gears. Yeah, and no, pedal, it's really cool. Yeah, as well, racers well, go. Because I'm not yeah. really into racers to be honest with you. I like the simple ones. Yeah, championship sprints are really nice, and the old, yeah. the old black and white sprints as well. I like those. They're good mm. racers. But anything more modern. I think Ridge Racer, the first Ridge Racer, was quite fun. Yeah. And they're yeah, just quickie games. I wouldn't mm. really get into them. I'd no. never have one my, myself, I don't think. So there'll be a lot to talk about next week, won't there, about that? Oh, God, yeah. It'll be about a four-hour show next week, yeah. I reckon. It's a long old trip up Strap there, though, in. isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah but I think it's going to be worth it. Be good. Yeah. We're also going to be doing, hopefully, do a few interviews with people up there as well. Yeah. Do a little bit of a twist on our, our just us yapping to each other. I've got an interview with Dave, one of our friends, coming up. Yeah. We might have to slow Dave down a little bit because he does speak quite quickly. And uh, yeah, I've got software to do that. There's a few others that step forward and want to do. I think that's a really good addition to our podcast is having an interview maybe once a month. Yeah, like good that. idea, mate. Yeah, yeah we will. Um, so, I'm hopefully going to be talking to John Pac-Man Eight Three, yeah. who's our Pac-Man guy, and who else? I don't know. Just maybe go around yapping a few people. Alpha One. Yes, actually, he's a very big collector on the scene. All. That'd be awesome. He's invited us down to his. He has. We will take him up on that. Lair to yeah. uh, get a volivance in all. Yeah, just to check out the collection. That'll be really nice. He's got. Oh, I don't know. He might have sold a few, but I'm sure he's got over a hundred caps. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. And he's got some rare Ataris yeah. as well. I'm really interested in seeing. He's got a Gravitar. I was talking to him once. I think he's got a Gravitar in a Euro cap mm. and another rare cap. I can't remember the name of in a Euro cap, and they were like one-offs. I Robot, which I played a lot as a kid. Yeah, yeah. Can't wait to play that it? again. I keep going on to him about that. I'll get that sorted. Really yeah. want to play. Does that. it work? Uh, I don't think it does. No. I'll bring my toolbox. <laughs> yeah. That'd be really nice, though. Yeah. We'll That's get... in a major havoc cab, isn't it? I believe. Similar it's shape. Similar I think, yeah. shape. Weird looking shape. Yeah, I think so. So that'll be really interesting. So we'll be doing a few interviews up there. Yeah. Maybe uh, just talk to a few gamers. I'm, I'm happy to to do a bit of travelling to make this podcast really oh, yeah, work absolutely. do you know what I mean so if any of you guys have got any really cool collections I'm quite happy to come yeah. and do an interview or Vic will and um, we will invade you know, your space yeah and add it to the podcast drink and, your and, coffee and to the to the uh, Facebook page absolutely and we'll take a load of pictures of you with your arcade machines yeah and do an interview on, on bits and bobs that'd be really interesting I think yeah that'd be awesome cool so on to this week's game which is 
Bosconian. This is a cool game. I'm glad you liked it, because I'm going to have to punch this you right so in the chops cool. if you didn't. I mean, I don't know how I miss it. I know you were going on about this when I first met you. This is one of your favourite games, and I, I just passed it by. I really couldn't get into it. it was, I think it was the name. The names of it is a bit strange. It is, yeah. You know, and it sounds just like this. Locked off. Alive, alive. Yeah, so. You know, a lot of these space games had some sort of space feature to the name, didn't they? That's like mine here, Space Launcher Space Fever. But Bosconian, what does that mean? Do you actually know what that means? Or? No, I think it's just a made-up name of the the bad guys. Because I think the, the actual name on the title screen is Bosconian is that a, Star a, Destroyer or something. Could be a language of the aliens, maybe, that they speak. <laughs> Bosconian. Sounds like a language. Is that rum in your cup? <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> might be. Yeah, it's something. I think it's just a, a, a spacey name they did. Nineteen eighty-one. This is so such a cool early. game. I really like this game. It was released in nineteen eighty-one by Namco and marketed by Midway. Mm. And the cab is exactly the same shape as a Galaxian or a Galaga or a Rally X or a Pac-Man, and it used Galaga hardware as well. Yeah. So you... if you play Galaga and you play this, the way the graphics are and the sounds and the star field in the background very very similar. Yeah. And one of the, the things that makes Bosconian quite a rare PCB to find nowadays is because it's so similar to Gallagher hardware, it had a few custom chips on it, people would steal the chips off a of Bosconian to put in a Gallagher, because yeah. Gallagher was more popular. Not for me, no. but for a lot of people it was. I have actually got a Bosconian PCB. Yeah. And I'm hopefully, another shout out to Jeremy there, Arcade Addict, he put me onto a place, I think J-Rock does it, a guy called J-Rock, who does a high score module for Bosconian. Okay. And also, the custom IC. So if you ever had a problem with your customs went, this guy can actually get you out of the dirt. You can right. get you out of trouble. But a high score on that would be awesome. So Bosconi came out before Gallagher? No, it's 1981. I think Gallagher's 80. Oh, okay. But a very, very similar time. So obviously it wasn't times. a big hit, and they probably thought, okay, well, we're... I think it was quite a big hit, but not as big as Gallagher. Because no. Gallagher was, you know, you talk to any American people, you know, in... Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's always Pac-Man, Gallagher. Yeah, it's a sort, after, sort after cab, isn't it? It's always that one, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the, the, what do you want to talk about first, the cab or...? Uh... Well, we still mentioned the cab. The cab is really nice. It, it looks very similar to Gallagher. Really cool yeah. spaceship side art on it with yeah. sort of like insectoid type of graphics on it. Uh, it's a simple one joystick, eight-way joystick, yeah. one button either side if you're ambidextrous, you know, left, right hand. And that was it, really. I was playing this on a four-way. Well, no wonder you could do it, you fool. You need to go diagonals in it to get to the It ships. worked, though. It worked. You're after okay a while, it worked. It worked after a while, yeah. That is because weird. I, I, I know, it's a bit like... If you beat me in my score with a four-way... Is Rally X a four-way? Yes. Yes, and that's why I think I did okay with it. Because you know when you're trying to shoot the space stations? Yes. You've got to get it really middle, spot yeah. on. And I think you can only do that with a four-way. Because you do it in, in sections. Do you see what I mean? With no, an if you're skillful, you can do it. Yeah, yeah. You said that about Skyskipper. Shut up. Who beat you there? Shut up. Not talking about that. <laughs> right, onto the, the game itself. Um, it looks... It's a horizontal game, and it actually looks like Rally X. You've got yeah. your main screen on the left-hand side, and you've got a little portion on the right-hand mm. side, which has got your score, uh, your condition, which we'll get onto in a minute, and a little radar and yeah. the level you're on. 
and the, it's almost like Rally X. The radar. Your radar's really, exactly the same. Radar and Rally yeah. X shows you where you're going and all the cars. You need that, you. don't you? Because it's it's free roaming, isn't it? You can go wherever yes, you want. You to. can go wherever you like, and if you go off the the, the side of a the edge of your radar, yeah. you'll come through the other side, yeah. up and down, I left like and that. right, which is easy enough to get to places quickly. What it is, you're a spaceship, little red and white spaceship, and you're free roaming in space. Dotted around space are mines and asteroids. If you hit yeah. any of these, you'll get blown up. You can shoot them for minimal points. Mm. I think an asteroid's 10 points and a mine's 20 points. But when you shoot a mine, it explodes in quite yeah. a big area. If you touch the explosion, yeah. you I, will die. I gave up shooting them after that. because I never shoot them to get them out of the way. Yeah, but sometimes it was a bit too close, wasn't it? And... Mm. You've got to be a bit careful. And what you the idea of the game is you're after these big green space stations and they've got a, a centre core and six orbs on the outside of them. And the orbs will fire little white bullets at you. 200 points and all. They are. Orb. What I really liked about this game, such a simple game, and you've got a star field in the background and stuff, is when they shoot these little white sort of lines at you, little dots, they actually mm. spin. You know, it's some spin, yeah. which I thought was a really neat idea for 1981 as well. Yeah. So the idea is you can shoot the orbs, so they'll stop shooting at you for a start. And if you shoot all six, the space station will blow up and you get yeah. 1,000 points for it. And you get 200 points for each orb. Or there's like a sort of gangway in the middle of them. Right, it sort of reminded me of the Star Wars bit where you've got to get down the trench. Yeah. If you get a bullet up the middle of this, point, it? it will blow up immediately. Yeah. And your spaceship fires forwards and backwards at the same time. Which was handy. Which is very handy because if you're running away, you can shoot. <laughs> you can't run in space, mate. You're flying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But also, as well as these these space stations firing, at you, you get spaceships madly trying to collide yeah. with you. They don't. The other spaceships don't shoot at you. They just try and run into you. Yeah. And they're quite quick and quite skitty as well. But your ship, when you go from forward to back, you will turn around immediately. There's no turning around in an arc. Yeah. You will flip on a sixpence and you'll be going the other way. Yeah. They can't do this. They've got to sort of arc round to get you. And there's there's three different types of spaceship that try and kill you. There's an I type, which is the purple, different coloured spaceships, mainly purple. And there was a P type, which is like a boomerang. And there was also an E-type, which mm. is a missile you get on the later levels. The same missiles that the space stations fire at you from level 3 onwards. Yeah. Because in the middle like core, rocket. they fire a rocket at yeah. you. Because also, after level 3, they close up the middle bit. It's like got a shield, and yeah. you can't shoot up. It only When it opens to let a rocket out, that's yeah. when you've got to kill it. Yeah. And these rockets will also, on the later levels, like level 8 onwards, will, will come in formation and try and get you. As well as these sort of random spaceships trying to fire, you know, hit you, you've got to kill them off. If you get a formation attack, there's speech on this game, mm. and it will say, formation attack, formation attack. Is that what it was saying? Yeah. <laughs> or something like that. And a formation of different of the same spaceships will follow you. There'll be one colour yeah. in the middle of them, which is the leader, yeah. and four to five of the same but different colours. If you got that, they broke up too yeah. early, though, which is a pain, wasn't That's it? right. If you kill off the main guy, they'll mm. scatter. Yeah. And but if you get all of them... You get a bonus up to fifteen hundred points. Yeah. You get five hundred thousand and fifteen hundred for the different yeah. ones. They did come down in a sort of regimented line, which I yeah. found a lot easier. Yeah, some of them come in sort of a an arrow shape yeah, or a line. Right. Yeah, it's easy to pick them off and then kill the, the main one. Yeah. But if you make the main one first, they scatter and you can't really get them. There's also a horrible yellow ship, there's a spy ship. The bonus ship. The, and that's the speech. There was speech for that, wasn't there? The speech for different things on it. Yeah. Um, so we'll I couldn't make out any of the speech at all. I had to look online to see what it was going on about. I've actually got them written down. Do you want to know what they are? Do it in the digitalised voice. I'll do them in the digitalised voice and play the sounds as well afterwards. I'll have to edit that in. The first one was, blast off! 
Fuck off. I thought it said F off. <laughs> I don't think it does that, mate. <laughs> the second one, and there's, there's conflicting views on this on the internet. Some people say it's alarm, alarm, and some people say alert, alert, and it sounded yeah. like neither of those. Alive, alive. No, it doesn't sound like any of them. It doesn't, does it? There was also battle stations. Battle stations. Didn't hear that. Really? Well, well I heard it, but I didn't hear it say that. I just couldn't make any of it out at all. Battle stations is when there was a formation attack coming towards yeah. you. Sometimes it told you, and sometimes it didn't. Because yeah. when you hear that, you can look for it on your radar. And other times it just appeared. So mm. that's quite difficult, that. Usually on the later levels. In other words, spy ship sighted. Spy ship sighted. Yeah, yeah. That's when that yeah, horrible yellow thing yeah, I remember that one. And the yellow ship, did you realise, if you don't kill it and it gets away, you'll get a condition red. Condition red. Condition red. And that go, everything goes berserk. You get loads of spaceships. Like everything ah, speeds see, up. I wondered what that condition red. I thought it was some sort of timer going down. There is as well. If you take too long, you get condition red. And things go mental. I mean, yeah. you've got to try and get the level done quickly because mm. there's spaceships flying you left, right and centre really quick all the time. If you do the level, though, it goes back to normal again. But once it's condition red, it stays on condition red. Yeah, and it, get, it does heat up, doesn't oh, it? Oh, God, it goes mental. It's quite scary when it does yeah. that. It'd be cool if you could get upgrades in the game, wouldn't it? More weapons and stuff Funny like that. Funny you should say that. I've got what? this written down here. On the Spectrum, yeah. in 87, they released Bosconi in 87. Okay. Mastertronic did it, the, the budget software. Oh, I've got to check that out. I had it, I liked it, and that's what I used to play. Obviously, I didn't have an arcade machine in 87. I used to play yeah. Remembering Bosconian from 81. Right. And it, it plays quite nicely, and there's a 1 to 8K version with better music as well. But I, I linked a, a note on the show notes for it, mm. so we're going to have a look at a YouTube guy playing it. But yeah, that was released in 87, yeah. and that has got pickups. Because it's got, you know, so much more room for improvement in the game. Although it's, not on it, that hardware, it, No, not on that hardware. I mean, it's a great game for its time, but you just think, God, you could add this, you could add that to it, and it'd be really, really cool. But Absolutely. it is cool for its time, and I absolutely love it. I think it's a yeah. fantastic game. Well, that Boss Gun in 87 has got those elements in it. Yeah, you I can pick up that. fuel, because your fuel goes down. Yeah. And I, I was only watching the video, and I couldn't actually remember doing these things on it. But I might have to play it on an emulator to have a look at it. Mm. You could There was different ships you could dock with as well. And there was like a bomb you could get. So I don't know if the bomb was like a smart bomb. I don't know. I have to check it out. But it was quite interesting. They, they had actually upgraded the game a little bit. And it was a hit. Because I remember, I remember having it. Uh, yeah. It's going in 87. And it's a good little game. Yeah, so it's got a lot going for it for its time. You know, the Absolutely. Si yeah. And also it was it was converted to quite a lot of formats as yeah. well. Because most of our games so far have been quite odd. And no one's heard of them, and yeah. they weren't ported to anything. But this was ported to Commodore 64. This is back in the early 80s. Spectrum, Amstrad. But it's funny I haven't played it. I, you know, it's, oh, I did. It's obviously quite a big and it was a popular game, but I don't remember playing it. I do. It was also released on, on the Sharp X68000, which was a Japanese machine. Yeah. MSX. MSX was known for having really good ports of games. Yeah. I mean, they, they are nearly spot on. I think they were like early... 16-bit hardware. Must have been quite a powerful and expensive computer back then. It in the was. Day, it was it? like it looked like a PC in X68000. <clears throat> yeah. Um, it was sort of an early PC, I suppose. But yeah, they had some really good games. But they were yeah. Japanese only. We never would have seen one over here. We wouldn't no. have known what it was. And there's some knockoff games as well for various old 8-bit computers. Just you know, people doing the same thing, just calling it a different name. Mm. So it's quite a lot. There was also a sequel to Boss Conan, don't you know? In the arcade. Yep, in the arcade. A game called Blast Off. 
right. <laughs> and it, it's nothing like it. No. I had a quick look on MAME at it, thinking, oh, it might be a sort of almost like Blasteroids is to Asteroids, which is similar game, just upgraded graphics. Yeah. But it isn't. It's nothing like it. It's just an upscreen shooter, and you've got these... It reminds me of Gallagher 88. Has it got Obviously a got the same speech hardware. in it? I didn't know. They might blast off. I mean, that's that's taken from the original, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think they just used because on the title page they've got the green orb ships yeah. like you're trying to kill it okay. in the Bosconian. But the game's nothing like it. It's an upscreen shooter. Yeah. And it's got it's got three different types of weapon you can fire the lasers in different ways. The, the, it was nothing like it. Yeah. It wasn't a free roaming job. Like we're no, I think that's what's the attractive thing about the game: the free roaming. Yeah. Um, and the, the spaceship's centralised in the middle of the screen. Yeah. And there's the, a lot of shit. Everything moves around. A bit you, like yeah. Time Pilot. Similar, isn't it? Yeah, I was going to mention Time yeah. Pilot. A lot of people say it's quite a similar game to Time Pilot. So obviously where yeah. Time Pilot took a few ideas from. And it is. And that's why I like both the games. Mm. I love those games. The Bosconian was obviously the first one. Bosconian actually won an award one year for being oh, like did. the top arcade machine. Yeah, yeah. 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 Good taste, obviously. Yes, definitely. And the cab. We, we talked about the cabs being... Good cabs, similar to the Gallagher. Yeah, very similar. Pac-Man. I would love to own one. I would absolutely yeah. love to. Being I'd your always top ten. Yeah, easy top five. Even mm. I'd go as far top five. I've always said if I had the room, you know, apart from my Nintendo lineup, I'd love a space orientated. Yeah. Lineup of machines, yeah, all to do before. with space games, because I love yeah. space games. Anything to do from you know NASA and that kind of era when the moon landings and that sort of stuff. Yeah. That's the kind you of know, thing you want in an and that day. And that would be there, Bosconia. Absolutely. One of the another guy on I think Twitter, maybe in the Facebook page, suggested to us, uh, and I don't think you already knew that uh, no court will really do it, is we should have a top ten or twenty mm. games in a room, a fantasy league sort of arcade cabinet yeah, collection. Good. And he got me thinking Especially with this week's game, definitely Bosconi would be in there. The only ones I can think of that I and he was also saying that you should have it. So if you had say ten cabs, you had enough room for ten cabs, yeah. and that was it. If you all of a sudden played a game one week on the podcast, oh, I'd love this cab. I have to have this cab. Which one do you have to get rid of? You'd have to get rid of one. Sophie's oh, choice. Let's put another difficult. one in. And I actually replied to him on Facebook, wherever it was, and said, "I'm actually doing that at the moment. I'm getting rid of Kangaroo yeah. to put in this Moon Guiding." Cab, yeah. I'm going to do up and put the Konami 80s in there. But there's 10 games on that. So that's cheating yeah. a little bit. But it's yeah. got 10 games. I, well, about eight of those games I really, really, well, really Tell us like. about the cab that you picked up then, because it's an odd one. It's got the artwork inside. It's got no side art, has it? The Moon Guardian. The Moon Guardian I got off Davo for really cheap. And the reason is I don't think he was going to keep it because it wasn't in with his collection. It's an old cab by a company called Model Racing. They're an Italian yeah. company. It needs a lot of work, doesn't it? It needs a bit of work, but it's it's a good solid cab mm. still. It needs some work, just some painting on the side. Mm. And you know, the control panel needs to put a monitor into it. But I'm going to put those 10 games in there. Yeah. And sort of have it like almost like a jammer cab. But it's just have those 10 games. I don't even need to un- unplug mm. anything because it's got 10 games in it all the time. Yeah, but you can play those 10 games on your other machines, can't you? Yeah, but they're not proper arcade ones. Yeah. They're, they're emulated, whereas this yeah, is proper arcade proper, hardware. Yeah. It's still even emulated hardware, really. Exactly. <laughs> but I've always wanted this board, because someone I knew had it, and it's got all those games on there. And it... But if a boss going came up, that would definitely go. God, it? yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I've always wanted a Galaxian. Yeah. But Galaxian's a same-shaped cab, and I actually prefer the Bosconian artwork. Mm. And you could always put Galaxian in it with a converter. So you could just swip it over whenever you wanted to. Because it's the same 
Just a left right for Galaxian. Yeah. Which you can use an eight way for no problem. I think I get bored of Galaxian. Oh, I do like Galaxian. I think Boscan's got a lot more to it. It's that classic thing that arcade people like us are always on about and no one can understand. If you play a game on, on main, you play it, turn it off when you lose yeah. it. Play another game, play another yeah. game. If you've got a, a dedicated cab, you will try harder. Oh, definitely. Because you know it's that one game oh, in there. Well, it's like, you know, when, like... when CDs went on to, you know, your little dongles, you skip through the whole album and just pick out the tracks you do like. Yeah, just a record. With a record. You put the record on, you put it on, and go and do something. Yeah, or it's even worse, a tape. Yeah, yeah. You have to go all the way through the tape. So fast forward <laughs> it and stretch it to death. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, definitely. I think dedicated for me. Um, I mean, I couldn't get rid of these lot here because I just love these ones so much. I think so you've got something really special to get rid of these. You've got four out of your ten already. Yeah, definitely. You're greedy. Definitely. Mine, I think. Actually, I've got three. Bosconian. Yeah. Donkey Kong. Dig Dug. Yeah, I mean, I had. I would not get rid of those for love. Nominees. I had Space Invaders, and I regret actually selling that now. But so when you go back to some of your favourites, you know, on a nostalgia trip, do you find that sometimes they're not as good, or you've grown up and you just don't get as much out of them as? Do you find like the more obscure games now? You're yeah, kind I had of... that with Asteroids. I had yeah. a really nice Asteroids. I I had from a, basically a, a broken shell. I restored it, got everything working on it, played it for years. It went off to the arcade barn when I couldn't look yeah. after it because it was too big for where I was living. I had Sean's little yeah. midi, uh, mini-sized asteroid yeah. for a I bit. I had that as then well. Then you had it for a bit. And I actually bought my own one back. Yes. I'm and I had it for and I've sold it again. I know. Because it was too big. I wasn't really giving it the love it deserved because it worked perfectly. And it's gone off hopefully to go in a club where other people can play it. Yeah. I like asteroids. I think Deluxe is much better and a much ah, nicer cab. Ah, ah, ah. You just reminded me of my fourth machine for my um, deluxe, my deluxe yeah. with the back mirror on it. Definitely, because Asteroids is awesome. But I had the cab for years, so it's like. But the actual deluxe with that mirror plane on it, like a Space Invaders, and you play it in sort of the half mirror, yeah. is absolutely awesome. And I really like deluxe. I used to play deluxe because I had a deluxe board. Yeah. More than Asteroids. Space. There's so many space games, isn't there? From oh that god, time. there's absolutely loads. Lunar Lander. Oh, I love that game. Never liked it. But you look through Main and go to S and look at yeah. the space. There's I know. loads of games of space in the title. Loads of space games, but not enough space to put them in. <laughs> Absolutely. So we've got, what, four each in our fantasy arcade so far? Yeah. Okay, let's we'll keep we'll it We'll need a floor that. plan. I'll put that in the show notes, and we'll add to it when we uh, when we get more in our in our inventory. So anyway, just... you're getting away from the score, young man. Yeah, I'm not getting away. You were, I've you beaten were, you this you were, week. No, you haven't. You were taking I me have. away onto a fantasy arcade league. We got minute. carried away there, didn't we? Um, so come on then, what is it? Well, my score? Yeah. Oh, I did write it down, actually. 129,940. Oh, oh, That's an old score. No, no, I've got a picture <laughs> on my phone if you want. You bastard. What did you get? I thought I got a really good score. I mean, I didn't play it... Religiously every day for the week. Um, I got 76. You suck. Yeah, I thought that was good. I played it for about an hour. Because I was in Berlin over the weekend. Right, okay. And on, on Monday, I had Monday off. Because I was recovering from the flight and stuff. Yeah. And most of Monday, I was actually doing your... Bartok. Bartok. Have you nearly finished that? I'm really close to it. I've got oh, a few I can't wait. Then I'll be able to beat you. Yeah. 
That's why you're not finishing it, isn't it? <laughs> it might be. It might have something to do <laughs> you with that. You haven't finished yeah. it because you don't want me to beat you. I've done all the software on it. Uh, all the screens are exactly where they should be. I'd like to muck <laughs> about with the, the positioning of the screen, where the, the bezel is, because it's got a bigger monitor than the actual bezel. Yeah. And that was a bit of a pain. But I've done that now. All the games on it are pretty good. They work okay. Well, the ones I tried were mm. fine. You know, putting two joysticks on Robotron and Rescue and cool. sorting some buttons out for other games. And I've actually left a lot of the six-button games, like like Street Fires on there, because there's a USB port on the back of it. Oh, cool. So you can so plug that... other joysticks oh, into awesome. it. See? My arcade stick. Yeah, you can use your arcade Fantastic. stick on it for the, the games that got more than two buttons. That's brilliant, Vic. So it's right. getting there, mate. And hopefully, if I get some time in the weekend, actually finish it off. That'd be cool. But yeah, good good score that you haven't played it because I've been playing it for years. Though. I mean, it's a game I'm going to go back and play more of. Yes, absolutely, without a doubt, and hopefully absolutely. improve on that score. Yeah, no, it's a very good game. There's a YouTube video I'm going to link to in the show notes of someone getting over a million on Boss Game. Mm-hmm. So, what level did you get to? Oh, about ten. Ten, level 10 oh, right. that. But I mean, in the past, I have to go and dig out my old score. I've got way over. I got to about level fifteen, I'm sure, before. I've checked the settings. What I was on. I was just on medium setting. Yeah, I didn't check. There's there's easy, medium, and hard. There's one called auto. I'm not sure auto is whether Mm. it ramps up with your your skill. Mm. I don't know. I have to sort of check out that. But I think mine was on medium. Anyway, we're all beaten by Jeremy anyway. Arcade addict. He's he's got an actual board of it. I think he was saying his his main score. Uh, it's only about 120,000, but you had a Twin Galaxy score yeah. of 256,000, which is That's a damn really good, good score. It is. Yeah. I've also, I think the actual yeah. world record, because we haven't got Twin Galaxies anymore, I was looking for world record, and on Clove, people were talking about people getting over 4.87 million points. Mm. And this game has nearly almost got a kill screen, don't you know? Really? Yeah. It's the old two. Because it's, fi- it's on a Pac-Man board, I suppose. Does it happen the same? Does you get half the screen disappearing? No, it doesn't. It's it's almost the same kind of thing. It's to do with the the number counter on a certain chip, and when it gets to two fifty five, when it gets it, that's the last level, and two fifty six, it goes skitty. Yeah. And what happens is your ship just keeps accelerating. It's got an accelerator. Excellent. Well, yeah, it goes quickly. That's another thing I was going to say, it needs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it just keeps going. But apparently, you can do the level, and it just goes back to zero, and it just keeps going. Right. But when you're playing the game, there's a little level counter in the corner. It never goes beyond 99. I don't think there's three figures for it. So it just keeps counting in its in its register until it goes to 255, then it goes mad. But it keeps going, which is quite good. So uh, if you ever get more than level 255, mate, you'd be all right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I think I need to play in a proper cab to get a really good score on it, because I'm... The game, the game does need a good joystick because you are waggling around, trying to get, trying to get yourself lined up to the middle of the and away from other ships. Yeah, because they do come at you really quickly, and they come from all directions as well. Putting on that stick. Yeah, and your radar doesn't show the individual ships coming at you; only shows a red dot. Yeah, you've got a formation attack coming towards you. Yeah, the thing I did, a little trick I like to do as well is if you fly close to the big green motherships you're trying to shoot, the ships that are trying to get you, the little ships, don't go into it. They go around okay. it. And you can also make these idiots fly into oh, the, the mines as well. So if you're, near, yeah, if you're near a mine, if you hang around near a mine, not too, not too close to it, the other ships will actually fly into it. Right. And they'll get killed by their own motherships as well. Any idiots. other tricks you never told me about? Oh, loads. No, that's about <laughs> it, mate. You can, you can sort of... If you can see them come in, or you see a formation attack come yeah. in, guide them into some mines. 
and they kill themselves because mm. the mind can blow up more than one thing at a time. Yeah, because they usually end up all flying into it. It's a bit like time part, you know, where they follow you around. Yes. Um, and you know, you can get them to crash into each other. I did find that a little bit. You're right. Yeah, you can do that. Oh, the Germans got a really weird cab. There's a show note um, for the, the arcade flyers. There's about five or six different ones. I'm sure uh, there's a cocktail and. and um... Yeah, the originals. The originals is a cabaret, an upright, and a cocktail. Yeah. But the Germans got a really weird looking one. I think it was in. It must have been a licensed thing. Like yeah, my like Moon Don- Guardian is a licensed Moon Cresta. But I don't like Moon Cresta, so I don't matter. Yeah. But yeah, they've got a few different licenses. A really weird looking. Have a look on the show notes. Mm. It's a really weird looking cab. The odd square thing they got. Same artwork? No, no, no. Completely different. Yeah. I think it was like a machine they used for different things, but they probably put some artwork yeah. on it and control panels and whatever. It's your turn. For next week's game, what do you fancy? Uh, okay, how about Rolling Thunder? Rolling Thunder? Yeah. Wicked game. Oh, not too brilliant either, so we should be evenly yeah. matched. I've not really played yeah. that much oh, of it. Good. So I do know it, but not really played it. Cool. It's a towards the late 80s game, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'll have to sort yeah. of look it up. But yeah, yeah, I think it is, yeah. Cool game, cool. though. Good graphics. Good. So we shall go with that. And everyone yeah. else, go with it as well, and we'd like yeah. to hear your scores. Anything else to add, mate? No, that's it, Victor, for this week. Let's get out of here and go and check out Bosconian 87 on your yeah, Spectrum. And Retro Games Party, here we come. Cheers, guys. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.